Welcome back to Money Talk Junior, a show focused on finance for investors who are just getting started. Today's episode is all about diversifying your portfolio. I'm your host, Dean, and I'll be guiding you through the ins and outs of portfolio diversification. On another note, we have also recently published a similar writing on our website, so feel free to check it out. So let's begin. If you ever read any investment how-tos for beginners, you'd most often than not stumble upon the advice to diversify your portfolio. Let's admit it. Many took note of it but never actually managed to implement it. What is the reason behind this doldrum that befell many new investors? The blame is not on them. As easy as it is to tell people to diversify, it's actually pretty confusing. Especially when you don't know how, which is the case for many beginners. Diversifying your portfolio is when you do a mix and match of assets to make sure that the assets in your portfolio are different enough so that they have different risk characteristics than the others. The reason behind this is that if one company goes bad, your portfolio might be dented, but at least it's not broken. In short, diversifying is about spreading your money around to ensure that your portfolio's risk is well balanced. Think of it as a game of battleship, a board game for two where each player will have to guess where the ship of another player is located. You don't want to be gathering your ships in just one corner of the board. If your opponent is somewhat addicted to attacking that corner, your ship will be wiped out in no time. What you can do is diversify the location of your ships by scattering it across the board to decrease the risk of them taking the hit. Now, why is it important to diversify your portfolio? If you are thinking of investing in just one company and praying for it to either go big or go home, that is not investing, it's a nerd's version of gambling. Of course, unlike gambling, you can be better equipped with research and readings, but that alone can't guarantee you success. The market is like a cauldron of unexpected things. Someone did something in one corner of the world and suddenly the whole world's economy is on halt. You can do your research, that's commendable and we do encourage you to do that. Read as much as you can, but never turn a blind eye on the fact that unexpected things can happen. Reminds me of this story where a chief economist of Freddie Mac, a financial institution, was asked about what would happen if the real estate market goes south, since they are pretty much involved with real estate. So the question essentially was something along the line of, are you guys prepared if things are going to go bad? Mind you, this is around 2005, sometimes before the housing market crisis. What he said was that they've taken into consideration of 13% fall in price, it's all covered. The thing is, he keeps on insisting that the housing price never went down by more than that, at least not since the Great Depression. What happened then was that the housing crisis hit and unfortunately house price fell by around 30%. Next thing you know, the treasury had to build them out. Honestly, the analysis was not wrong. They tried their best, but our takeaway from the story is how there's no telling if the market is going to be on your side. So where we are getting at this? After doing your research and readings, you need to look into your portfolio and make sure that you invest in a diverse range of assets, so that each of the assets in your portfolio is susceptible to different types of risk. Now let's dive deeper into how you can diversify your portfolio. First thing first, how do you even look into asset risk? 
There are many ways to do it, but there are generally three ways. By looking into the riskiness of each asset class, by looking at the asset in relation with the market, and by looking at the asset in relation to other companies. We know that sounds a bit complicated, so let's dive into it one by one. First, looking into asset classes. There are different types of assets available out there, and generally they come with different levels of risk. Bonds, for example, are considered less risky compared to stocks. Commodities, on the other hand, are generally considered even riskier than stocks. What you can do is that you can mix different types of asset classes in your portfolio based on their risk level. Perhaps you can have, say, 40% of your portfolio built from stocks, another 20% from bonds and 20% commodities, and the last 20% perhaps be from real estate. But there's no general rule on it. The only general rule is you decide how many percents of each you want, based on your personal preference. Say you are dead inside and you want a little thrill in life, you can add more risky assets to your portfolio. If you like to play safe, then add a safer asset like bonds or gold. Now we did mention gold, but the issue of whether gold is a safe asset is still highly debated, just to be clear on that. Another way of looking into risk is by looking how the asset moves according to the market. The most commonly used metrics for this is something called as a beta. Beta is usually used in the context of investment to measure how much will an asset move if the market moves. To know how the market moves, you'll need to first have a benchmark. Most people use the S&P 500 index as a benchmark for the US market. Once you've figured out how the market moves, you can then see how the asset moves. The beta calculation will have a middle point of 1.0 which means that the stock moves together with the market. You can see that when the beta reading is at 1.0, the asset will move almost in line with the market. So put it like this, in a situation where the beta is 1.0, if the market takes one step forward, then the asset will take one step forward. So if the beta reading is more or less than 1, you can see that the stock is riskier or more volatile because when the market takes one step, the asset has already taken 1.5 steps, for example. A negative beta, on the other hand, is when the asset and the market moves in the opposite direction. Now, securities lending strategy is where a negative beta are usually present. How it usually happens is that when the market falls, lending rates would usually go up. Question, how do I look for this beta thing? You can either do the maths yourself, the formula is available online, or the easiest way is if you want to look for the beta value for a stock, say Apple, just google Apple stock's beta value and you'll find dozens of analysis lying around. Just pick whichever you have least trust issues with. The third way to look into risk is by looking at one asset in relation to another asset in your portfolio. This is to see how closely one asset moves with another. The method that this is usually used here is called covariance. Covariance is a statistical method, but explaining the background would be too long, so let's get down to how it's used in investment. Covariance, alright? Let's put it like this. It's a way to see how identical is one asset's performance compared to another. The covariance value can range from negative, zero, and positive. The key here is to fill your portfolio with assets that have covariance value as close as possible to zero. 
Zero covariance value means that the asset has no interrelation at all. This will make sure that your portfolio is diversified. Also, if you buy the asset that moves identically to each other, then it's almost like you just bought one asset. Only that this time you have to pay the fees twice. Don't we just hit redundancies? If it goes well, then you've struck gold, but if it goes south, then your portfolio is out for a dive. Much like beta, negative covariance is when the assets are inversely interrelated. Before we move on to how to diversify your portfolio, let's have a little break. Back again with Money Talk Junior, thanks for staying with us. Now let's move on to how to actually diversify your portfolio. First, we'd suggest that you consider investing in different asset classes. The diversity there is much more apparent. It's quite hard for one tragedy on one type of asset to directly affect another asset. It's either they are independent of each other or at least they are loosely interdependent. If you have your money in bonds and stocks for example and suddenly the feds raise interest rates, what's gonna happen is that your stock might fall as people go into panic but your bond yield will rise. Another way is that you can diversify based on locations like you can buy assets from different countries to get exposure from different economies. But it will require extensive knowledge for you to juggle between two or more economies. You can also diversify by choosing assets from different industries. This is to avoid your portfolio from taking the fall if the industry you invest in is at loss. If you invest in all assets from the same industry any undesired circumstances that happens in the industry might set your assets to be looking red. Some investors are focused on just one industry and that's fine. If you want to take the risk, there are ways to do it. One of the most common ways is to use the covariance method we just mentioned while also looking into asset volatility. This will at least help you to diversify the best you can in one particular industry. Alright listeners, let's wrap up this episode on portfolio diversification. Remember, diversifying your portfolio is an investment strategy that tries to make sure the risk you are facing is not too high. It's important to keep in mind that diversification does not guarantee success, but it can help reduce the risk of failures. So do your research and make sure to diversify your portfolio to increase your chances of having a successful investment journey. That's all the time we have for today's episode of Money Talk Junior. I hope you found this information helpful. Don't forget to share this episode and please take a few minutes to visit our Medium page to find our latest insights. You can also find our insights on our website. Do subscribe to our newsletter while you're there. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover on the show, feel free to reach out to us through hello at xhash.com or find us on our social media pages. This episode is produced by Shafika. Luke is our fact checker. Hong is with our portfolio management, and I'm Dean, your host for today. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time, happy investing.